0: When I started to get into this, I, I, and I knew what the geometry was, I started finding this everywhere. I mean, in architecture all over the world, all different histories. Uh, I found it in, in uh, nature, in all sorts of animals, like fish that swim in the water, and fast flying birds. I found it in high technology. Uh, It's in all of our spaceships and aircraft, and it's in all of the free energy technologies that we uh, have heard about from around the world. And you come up with a number of conclusions. One, as you said, our history isn't what we think it is. And number two, it looks like this information has been purposely suppressed uh, because it seemed to be the key to free energy, uh, health and longevity in prior civilizations.
1: With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Charlie Zeiss coming back to the program. He is the chair of the Pyramid Foundation, and he has been, he's a scientist, mathematician, and he's been studying the sacred geometry and pyramids and ancient history and ancient runes. and he's has been studying free energy. And so we're going to get into all of that, what the pyramids mean, what's behind them. We're going to talk about Tartaria, huh, this mm-hmm. hidden empire that existed a couple hundred years ago. We're going to get into some really fascinating discussions and what history says. He's very matter of fact. I mean, he's been doing so much research and he doesn't talk about things unless he has some interesting ideas or or facts to back up what he's talking about. Now he doesn't, some of the, a lot of this stuff we're going to talk about is theory because we don't know for sure, but what some of these facts are and what it's pointing to is very fascinating. And I think you will really enjoy this conversation and he's going to be on in, in a documentary that's maybe a 10 part series. I don't know how long it's going to be, but it's going to be a long series of, shows on the tartarian empire so he's going to talk about that as well and but his role in that is the free energy and the mathematics behind that and what all this architecture that they're finding has behind that. It's a very fascinating discussion. So I hope you uh, support that. You can go to his website at pyramidsciencefoundation.org. And if you use my code, Sarah 11, you can save 11% on his pyramids. I don't make any money. I'm just helping him out and you can save a little bit of money. So, but I want to help people out. I mean, the people are doing good work. They're trying to get stuff out and This is how you can help him do his work. He also has uh, books that you can purchase. And, you know, these people are independent researchers and that's how they support. Just like all of us, we're supporting our work by supporting our affiliates. And so that's his affiliates. And speaking of that, you can support my work by supporting my affiliates, but I try to give you as many things as I can that also that really believe in. Like I believe in the wellness company because so many people are suffering. I was just talking to a friend of mine and she was saying that you go to these fundraising sites where people are just really desperate to raise money for their health issues from the jab. And I want to tell you the wellness center is there for you. If you're suffering alone, they have doctors that can help you. They understand the symptoms from the jab. They also have the spikes Support and the spike support dissolves spike proteins and it dissolves blood clots and it's less expensive than buying the ingredients separately. So they are aware of cost factors as well. So I just really welcome you to do that. You can use my coupon code Sarah S A R A H and you can save ten percent. You. Move- Might as well use it. You want to save 10%. Okay, the link is below, or you can go to sarahwestall.com under shop and find it there as well. Okay, let's get into my fascinating discussion with Charlie Zeese. Hi, Charlie. Welcome back to the program.
0: Well, thanks for having me back, Sarah. It's been just about a year, I think, since I was on. So uh, I appreciate uh, the chance to be back on with you today
1: you have so many interesting things to talk about you know pyramids and ancient technology and ancient history is uh, very much an interest of mine it should be an interest of everybody because our history just isn't what we think it is and your study of the pyramids and free free energy and sacred geometry and all these things really illustrates our history just isn't what we think but i want to talk a little bit um starting with pyramids because i know that's one of your major focuses sure, focus sure. areas mm-hmm. and and the pyramids are what there. as people study them more they realize that there was a more advanced society that built these and they had different functions and purposes than what you know obviously than what we've been told can you yes. tell us at a, a high level what you do and what you've learned. And then I want to dive into some even
0: cooler topics. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, what I do, I, I you know, I started in this seven years ago because David Wilcock did a, a series on Gaia TV uh, where he talked about the Russian pyramids. Now, I, behind me, you see the logo for my foundation, the Pyramids Science Foundation, but I also make meditation pyramids. And before I could do that, I had to figure out the geometry of the pyramids uh, that information was suppressed from the West. The the, the, the researchers who were the top scientists in, in Russia uh, couldn't publish their work here in the U.S. Uh, it was prohibited from being published. So I had to figure this out. And when I figured out the geometry, I found out that it had to do with the golden ratio and uh, actually uh, is uh, part of a process which I call universal phi scaling. So when I started to get into this, I, I and I knew what the geometry was, I started finding this everywhere. I mean, in architecture all over the world, all different histories. Uh, I found it in, in uh, nature, in all sorts of animals like fish that swim in the water and fast flying birds. I found it in high technology. Uh, it's in all of our spaceships and aircraft, and it's then all of the free energy technologies that we uh, have heard about from around the world. So my work over the last three years, I, I have someone making the pyramids now, thank goodness, but uh, I've been trying to focus on on research that will uh, you know, take all of these observations and that's what the scientific method's all about. You do your observations first, and then you come up with a theory to try to explain, well, Why do all these free energy uh, technologies have this? Why do do all of our commercial aircraft and our hypersonic missiles and all this have this geometry? Why does all this ancient architecture have it? And you come up with a number of conclusions. One, as you said, our history isn't what we think it is. And number two, it looks like this information has been purposely suppressed uh, because it seemed to be the key to free energy Uh, Health and longevity in prior civilizations.
1: So, okay, so what is sacred geometry? What is the, is it just a basic formula or is there more to it?
0: Well, there's more to it, and I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in it, but sacred geometry describes, you know, combines science and spirituality, and most people think that they are totally separate, but uh, what sacred geometry does is to link those uh, to the kind of the foundational uh, processes of, of creation in the universe. Uh, Plato uh, used sacred geometry as part of his advanced study for his students, and it was called uh, the quadrivium. And the quadrivium looked at the relationships between mathematics, geometry, and harmonics and how they all participated actively in the creation of our physical reality. But sacred geometry itself has to do with just the fundamental forms and relationships uh, that come from uh, a, starting with the circle as a, or a sphere, actually, in three dimensions, as the, the source of all creation and how... Uh, Certain principles are involved uh, in the creation of our reality that stem from uh, from that process.
1: And we, you have learned through this process that we were more advanced in some ways, or at least many ways, back when these ancient architecture was built. That from the pyramids to uh, different, you know, ancient ruins that you found around in Peru and, and Egypt, and it's all over the world. Yes. It, yes, it's incredible architecture. It's not they're not just primitive because you had to be to, to create these pyramids or in some of these other rooms that they found these mm-hmm. these big boulders or these big rocks. Some of them are the size of a football field laser cut mm-hmm. perfectly.
0: Yes.
1: And brought in from quarries that are 100 miles away and that we don't even know how they did it today.
0: That's right. That's right. Uh, we, we could not reproduce the, the building of the Great P, uh, Giza Pyramid uh, if we tried. There have been some uh, Japanese firms that have uh, tried to reproduce just with one ton, one ton or uh, to 10 ton blocks. We can't even move those and the blocks there could weigh 100 tons easily, much less cut them with the precision that was necessary. So it's clear that there were advanced civilizations that existed on the planet before that had technologies, understandings, and capabilities far beyond uh, what we have today. And uh, that's one of the great mysteries. And you know, if I can, I'd like to just mention that I'm, I'm gonna be part of a new documentary that's being done, uh, an independent film producer named Nick Alviar from goodlion.tv. Uh, is beginning, uh, it's going to start next Saturday on the 30th. He's going to put out the first episode of a a documentary on the Tartarian Empire. And we're going to be, he's going to be tying my research into geometry and all this ancient architecture and how it was used to produce free energy. That will be one part of it. But we're going to be, he's going to be talking about uh, how the civilization came into being How our history has been rewritten to take this ancient civilization out of, uh, you know, our, our knowledge base.
1: It's so interesting because Tartaria, I have covered it with different people and it's about time, you know, I mean. Well, people have, the independent space has been focused on it. And all these freelance, you know, investigative journalists are all been focusing on it. So it's so great to have independent media companies starting to develop documentaries. Tartaria is a very interesting thing because, you know, this empire that existed as little as 200 years ago that's been wiped off the face of history you can still find maps you can still find some random things but for the most part it's been wiped out and how does that tie into you know in in russia it seems like they're more able to dive into some of this stuff but they've also found that possibly even our history a thousand years of our history was truncated and that the, the the dark ages was not quite what we think it was. It maybe no. was a made up history that that's when other things existed, or it was just a truncated.
0: I, I don't know. What do you think of that? Well, that's right. I you know, I've I've been focused so much on on my work that I've only recently begun to get into the historical side of this. But I've started to read uh, the works of Anatoly Fomenko. That's right. Femen- Fomenko is a Russian mathematician who about 50 years ago uh, was perplexed by an article that he read from an American uh, uh, physicist, uh, astrophysicist, who couldn't correlate lunar and solar eclipses with the chronology that was in our history. And so that's how he started to get into this, has spent the last 50 years. Well, as it turns out, he knew that there was another Russian historian who had recently published an article that said, well, no, this era really sh- isn't where the chronology is that we currently use it in. It was at another place. Well, he did the calculations and all of a sudden everything made sense. So he's been doing this for for. Uh, the last 50 years. But But he's a professor, right?
1: I mean, he had a group of graduate students and all these things working on it for a couple decades. And it was very well done research showing that maybe a 1000 years of our history was just made up repetitive stuff. And that we that's what the whole dark ages are not real. That's why they're dark ages.
0: Well, that's right. And that's the part that Nick's going to be getting, Nick's going to be getting into we're, I know he's basing a lot of his, his subject matter from a book that was written several years ago, by uh, James Lee, or Jamie Lee, called the One World Tartarians. And so uh, he's going to use that as a, for a lot of his information, we're going to be uh, using Fomenko, uh, really to, to talk about the, the history or the, the false chronology that we have in history. And um, then, you know, I'm going to be weaving in my uh, research into all of these ancient, uh, you know, buildings and showing that this worldwide civilization, they may have used this geometry in different ways in different parts of the planet, but they all used it for the same purpose, which was to generate free energy and health and longevity. So
1: now, so- do we think that Tartaria was, was, a more advanced civilization that we that got reduced and people were killed and history was rewritten. Well, we know history was rewritten, but is that different than the uh, the ancient civilizations that built the pyramids who appeared to had to have had advanced technology beyond what we have today? You know what I mean, the difference I- between that
0: Yep, I don't know how Nick's going to work that, but into the into the series. But my own view right now is that uh, our our civilization has gone through peaks and valleys numerous times. So uh, we may have only rediscovered this information. I mean, what I'm rediscovering right now was known a couple hundred years ago, but we lost it, and it was probably known a couple of thousand years before that, and maybe got lost. It's so hard to tell, but these, uh, uh, the, the history, you know, the the, the people who built, um, you know, the pyramids may or may not be the same people who were with the Tartarian Empire, but uh, it, it's, it, you know, more research to do, and I'm waiting to, to, to see what Nick has to say about all that as well, because that's not that's really not my focus to try to paint the chronology of all of these different civilizations. But I will, I'd i like to point out that uh, the, the Council of, uh, Fomenko calls it Trident, but I believe it was in, in, in the West, we call it the Council of Trent, uh, was in the 1500s. And that's where our history prior to that time got rewritten and that thousand years of missing uh, history seems to have, have occurred because... There are many pictures in Fomenko's works that show uh, ancient historians like Eusebius uh, in medieval garb talking to people in contemporary culture. Uh, Plato's work, uh, which I, I mentioned earlier, the Quadrivium, I'm not even sure that Plato was a real person because there's no documentation uh, that goes back to that point. Uh, uh, in time and and it's all based upon uh, you know the works of an 11th or 12th century person called Plotinus. Well it sounds like Plato and so we we just don't know all of this stuff you know how far we don't know how old the pyramids are we don't carbon dating just to digress. I mean all of this stuff is tied to this old chronology which uh, was done by a a, a, a priest named uh, Joseph Scaliger. And Scaliger admitted that he didn't want anyone looking at the chronology because it was sacred and inspired by God. So we have no, we have no anchors to all of our history from about five hundred years and earlier. We we have no real way of knowing what happened.
1: Well, and it seems like that's where the Dark Ages, where this missing history is about, from the year four hundred to fourteen hundred or
0: something. That's right. That's exactly right. And. And again, I'll bring up some stuff that I'm familiar with. Uh, I'm interested in the quadrivium because I'm kind of rediscovering a lot of that sacred information, how the math, geometry and harmonics are all involved in creation. Well, that was we stopped teaching that uh, about 500 to 600 years ago. Also turns out that the Gothic cathedrals, probably the most recent example of this type of architecture, which has the sacred geometry in it everywhere, uh, they stopped being built about the same time as well. Uh, there are no, to our knowledge, uh, uh, building plans for the for the the Catholic church, at least has never disclosed them. Uh, so w- we don't know a lot about that age. And, and, and so, I really don't put any credence on anything much over 500 years old in terms of our history. And I don't trust much of it beyond 150 to 200 years ago. Well,
1: that's probably true. But I think the chronology of just looking at the lunar and and the sun and all, that is kind of a slam dunk proof that there was something off with this stuff. And so that's why he looked into it, because it was you can't fake that kind of information. It is what it is. So that's that's really fascinating. The, the other thing that's fascinating is there's some historical references of, um, well, there's a bunch of things that are fascinating, but in this country, there's ancient runes that have been covered up that shows that in North America, we had some amazing architecture that has been covered up and um, even some of it's been destroyed, but on purpose, it looks like.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's been architecture that's been destroyed all over the world. Um, A lot of the Tartarian architecture in Russia has been uh, destroyed over the last uh, hundred years or so. Uh, There's also numerous world's fairs and expositions that had this Tartarian architecture in San Francisco, Chicago, uh, numerous other locations in the U.S. and all of that. Uh, those uh, buildings were destroyed at the ends of these international expositions. And, uh, you know, it looks as though that was a way of getting rid of this ancient uh, technology and that a- that ancient architecture to try to hide that um, that civilization that was more advanced.
1: Well, they knew somehow how to build things that harmonized with the energies of the earth and our bodies that we've right. lost. And that's just Mm -hmm. so incredible. There's some history showing that uh, there's whole groups of people that were wiped out, and all they did is keep their children, and then recreated history for them. So they had to learn. I mean, can you imagine? You get rid of all the adults, you just take the children, and then you reframe a new way of life for them. They don't know.
0: That's right. That's right. One of the buildings that I. Uh, talk about in my book uh, is a, is a uh, facility in New Zealand, and I picked that because it's a small, you know, maybe eight million population. I think in New Zealand, but it, there's a, a it's called a sea, sea Cliff, I think it is, uh, sanitarium or mental facility. It was the largest building in the country, and yet it was no it was built it was used as an insane asylum many people feel that that, that facility was where all of the people who uh, weren't going to you know play along with this new reality that must have occurred in the last 200 years to uh, to to keep those people and to to keep them segregated from uh, the young people who were going to be educated in the new ways so, it's so incredible. Yeah, you can
1: see how they could do that because we watched just the surreal twilight zone with the COVID scenario where we knew they were lying and making up whole cloth narratives and just yeah. all of us scratching our head. And then you saw half the people go along with it. Like it was real because they couldn't critically think. And then the other half were silenced and shut down. So you could see that, especially in other times where they had more power. To control yeah. the language and what was published
0: that's right that's right so uh this is this is a story that needs to be told um you know a lot of the people as i say like jamie i i interviewed jamie when his book came out a couple of years ago and you know he he has done a spectacular job of of looking through the history and and, and coming up with theories as to what happened and we'll be getting into those but what he didn't know was, all right, we know that there's all this antiquitech, these fractal antennas, and these mercury balls, and these these hemispherical domes, and how was all that work together, you know? And and that's you know that's where I, I I'm going to come in and 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 bring in my theories because I've done so much research on that. But
1: but that's important. This is though. Truly, well, but but that is well, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say it, it's all important. Because we need to tie this together uh, as completely as we can um, and to, to, to get the word out to people that something has been terribly uh, done, or done to, our, to our history and to our narrative. Uh, I, this gets into cosmology as well. Uh, you know, the model that I put together shows that we live in a very precise, organized universe that has consciousness at, at its core of of creation and yet we are told that uh, you know we're random creatures that the big bang just you know atoms have banged together and created our universe and nothing could be further from the truth
1: so. well and the other thing that's really important about your work is to give us an understanding of how advanced they really were and what are the possibilities that are really out there and yeah, because yeah. that's where your stuff comes in. Because we can look at the architecture and we can look at the civilization, and we knew there was there's something seriously wrong and amiss. And there, but how advanced were they, and what could they do with this technology? Can you give us some indications of some of the technology that they had, and your theories on maybe what they could do with it?
0: Well, I, I if they knew what I figured out now, which they obviously did, they knew that there was a a scaling phenomenon which created free energy so let's just start with that and we we, you know can you envision a a world and the pictures are there the old photographs from san francisco of, of of uh wireless uh electricity so we lived in a world with free energy from a health standpoint i know that these pyramids uh, I've, I've been making them now for seven years and I haven't been sick a day since, uh, you know, I started building them. We've got plenty of research from Russia and elsewhere. So we know that they had health. Uh, I think, and this is, this, is, this is highly theoretical, but based upon my model, uh, I believe that they could have uh, mastered uh, fusion technology in the past with this geometry. I would love to get some people who are involved in the fusion industry to give me a chance to sit down and explain my models to them, because no one is using, uh, to my knowledge, implosion theory uh, to help with uh, nuclear fusion. So all of those things are possibilities from the past. And uh, certainly we know that they had the ability to harness uh, electricity from the sky with this technology in the past. So there's just an amazing number of, you know, things that could have been done. Agriculture, uh, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we, research was done there to help grow crops. Um, I have a, a new acquaintance in Ecuador, his name is Sri Ram Kha, uh, he built one of these pyramids in uh, the jungles of Ecuador just last year and he's mentioning now that um, I was on a zoom call with him just uh, two days ago that the, all of the farmers in the area their crops are now about 50 percent bigger than they should be uh, historically because this energy field yep. is creating this sense of harmony I think we could we could if we had these all around the the planet, we, our vibration would be so much higher as a result. So there's so many things that could could occur and probably did occur from knowing this in the past.
1: Well, but so what's interesting is there's something missing too, though, because we, they didn't have the, the com- modern communication or something. Or there was another, maybe there was another alien group that did all that and left us. That's another theory because where is the communication the 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 writings and the books and the you know some people think there's a library underneath the sphinx and stuff because that's missing how did they destroy all that you know we do have some maps but where is the modern communication and the sharing of information that we have today which has really been helpful for us to learn a lot right it's been a boom of it's a new renaissance yeah. Where yeah. was that in the past and where to, how did they do that and that part's missing. We're missing that.
0: Well we we know that a lot of this information has been burned periodically the you know the the library at Alexandria was burned. there was a lot of book burning that occurred apparently after this Council of Trent. Um, so we know that that's been done periodically in the destruction of architecture. So there's been a willful, uh, attempt to, to put this away, but there are a few things that we found that, uh, you know, have survived in uh, hieroglyphs and things like that. I I had the good fortune last year after I was on with you of meeting a a, a geometer named uh, George Leoniak, and he he has a YouTube and Facebook page called New Geometry, K-N-E-W, and he's a Real specialist in all of these ancient sacred geometry diagrams and drawing all this stuff. So, um, you know, he's found this in the uh, uh, this this geometric angle is in the yantra Well, the Sri is is a two-dimensional diagram, which when you take it out into three dimensions, starts to to create this uh, uh, you know universal phi scaling. So we see it there. It's in a hi- Egyptian hieroglyph that's actually. You know, carved into uh, the Temple of Karnak and some other places, uh, it's been translated as the word "give." Well, as it turns out, he's done some some geometric drawings. When we overlay them on uh, uh, this, we realize that this scaling that I'm talking about that that we've discovered fits perfectly in there. It's in the Aztec calendar. Uh, Nikola Tesla's Wardenclyffe Tower, when you take the ancient diagram of um, Solomon's Key, if you're familiar with that, it, it, it looks literally like a keyhole with the circle at the top. Well, you, you put that over Nikola Tesla's uh, Wardenclyffe Tower, it fits lo- like a glove. Well, if that was that his motivation, but all of the sacred geometric angles are there. So a few of these things have slid through the cracks, so to speak, but I'm sure that the vast majority of this stuff has been, uh, has been excised from, uh, from our culture. Are you tired of a slow
1: metabolism and diets that are hard to follow? Then you haven't tried Acarya Lean Belly Juice. A recent discovery by the University of Alberta found that all overweight people have high levels of toxic lipid molecules called ceramides. These foreign compounds cause toxic fat to accumulate around your organs, including your liver, pancreas, heart, and arteries. When these vital organs are clogged with fat, your metabolism slows to a crawl. Your body switches to starvation mode, which is when you store even more fat. The good news is there is a way to target ceramides and dissolve dangerous fat from around your organs fast, turning your body into a calorie-burning, fat-melting machine. The Lean Belly Juice does this and more. You will see a faster metabolism, increased energy, much less cravings, and healthier digestion. Learn how you can order today and save 70%. And if you are not 100% satisfied, there's a full money-back guarantee. So don't wait and order today and watch your fat melt away. Use the link below or go to sarahwestall.com under shop. That's sarahwestall.com under shop. Well, Mario Biglino, he's a Vatican translator. He's been on my show a number of times, and he talks about the, he's translated 17 books from the Vatican, and he talks about the first um, testament, that it's not what we think it is, and that it's really a description of the, <laughs> of us being created by another alien race. It was a, just a fascinating discussion. It, he, and he has all the credentials to talk about it, and he translated 17 books on the Vatican, and he's like, this really is just a description of us being genetically modified by a more advanced race trying to create us into a slave race, essentially. And mm-hmm. what do you think of that?
0: Well, I know I know that's kind of what Zechariah Sitchin has done. Some people have discredited his work, but that seems to be what he's done. I... I, uh, I mean, one of the chapters that I wrote in my book has to do with the Tower of Babel, for example. Well, fascinating. All of the uh, paintings from that era uh, uses geometry. So did they know about this? It sounds like they did. You know, but even in the Genesis stories of the Tower of Babel, God is speaking to other gods, uh, saying, we need to do this and that. So I would tend to agree with that with that theory that. This may have been an alien race who came down and uh, genetically re-engineered us. It seems to fit very much with the pattern that I've I've found.
1: And there's a difference, and this is is important. I always say there's a difference between the gods that they talk about versus God, right? I mean, they're not the gods. There's a God, a universal God that all alien beings, all all of us, would be looked to so when they talk about the and and so it could be the confusion of looking at them in the writings as being gods when they're not they're just a alien race like us who just were a little more advanced and messed
0: with us and maybe still are
1: he was saying they maybe still are
0: well and and that's where i think a lot of the confusion may may exist i mean the god of to me, ultimately, of all the major religions is the G, uh, capital G-O-D yep. of, of the universe. I mean, there, there's just way too much. Now that I'm into this so deeply, there's no way that anyone can now convince me that, that there wasn't a higher intelligence that created this this beautiful uh, palette upon which our consciousness can create. And it, it cannot be an accident. And so, Yeah. But did the God of Christianity or Judaism or Islam, uh, was that a human or a humanoid or an alien? Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's what he that's what the writings, the Vatican writings are saying. And there's so many writings in the Vatican that we don't have access to. So that's possibly true. that's the library that I'm talking about. Is there's all these ancient things, yes. and there are people alive today that know the truth, but for some reason, why are they so hell-bent on us not learning about this? Why? Why would they cover this up?
0: Well. I've, I've kind of coined a new uh, favorite phrase and it's, it's something I came up with, but today's fake news is tomorrow's fake history. And I believe that, this, that our history has been falsified at some point, probably around 500 to 600 years ago. A lot of things may have even changed subsequently to that. But I think that this is all a perpetuation to keep us from really knowing our true power and uh allowing us to be controlled through fear
1: yeah because we shouldn't have to have this constant fear that is being perpetuated upon us so uh, this is just fascinating i'd love to interview um what is his name that did the documentary again i'd love to get him on the show
0: Oh, Nick Alviar. Yeah, Nick yeah. Alviar.
1: I'd love oh, to. I'll get, be happy
0: to get you in touch with me. I'm sure he'd love to come on and talk to you. Yeah, I'd love because you, you
1: know Tartaria is something that I've I've really am interested. Nobody can convince me that's a fake because there's so there's something really strange about Tartaria. When a whole empire that was the size, pretty I mean, it was like the the British Empire size. It, it was back you know hundred years ago. It was. How big the British Empire was 100 years ago, Tartaria was worldwide a couple hundred years ago. How can that right. disappear without a, a concerted effort? And then the concerted effort of making that history disappear, what does that point to? That means if they're willing to do that, what the heck else are they willing to do? And the reason... No, that's right the reason I truly believe Tartaria exists, well, there's just too much evidence now to show that there's maps, old maps showing Tartaria. You, I mean, you just can't, do you think that could possibly be fake news? How do we distinguish the the Tartaria concept from being real versus the, you know what I mean? How do we know that Tartaria is real?
0: Well, one of the ways, and, and, uh, you know, One of the ways that I've become convinced is finding this, this geometry and this knowledge throughout the world. We could call it Tartaria, we could call it something else, but I believe that the most recent incarnation of this knowledge was through an empire that originally was based in Russia, Eurasia region, expanded, as you say, into possibly Africa, certainly all of Japan, China, middle east western united uh, states western united states States. there's all of that information so you've got you've got archaeological evidence you have the maps evidence you have evidence from the cia that uh tartaria was written out of the history books in russia but guess what they had to be written out of the history books in the united states as well so we were complicit in we meaning uh, the worldwide cabal or elite that that control our our media uh we're all complicit in the rewriting of this history but we're finding yes.
1: architecture everywhere that that proves it right i mean it's not just books that possibly they could make up maps they could make up you know stuff and then put out this narrative I And mean, we're used to them doing crap like that but there's architecture now that we have found all over the world that confirms it and yeah. that's what
0: makes it so real. Yeah, That's right. I mean, uh, as an example, um, Praveen Mohan, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's a he's from India. He's a YouTuber who goes around and looks at ancient ruins and sites around the world. Well, I mean, he's done a number of videos, um, uh, one of which shows that uh, Hindu temples are found in Central America. We can go to the Grand Canyon in the United States and there are statues of the Buddha and uh, 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 Egyptian artifacts that are found in the Grand Canyon, all off yeah. limits, of course. To, yeah, they're off to limits, people.
1: which makes you even yeah, scratch yeah. your head and go, why would this be? Now you're obviously hiding something because you won't let us see this.
0: That's right. That's right. And I'll say it from from my free energy technology as well. My, my research as I mentioned before, you've got Tesla's research. You've got Victor Schauberger's. Uh, you've got the Russian pyramid research. There's research from Russia that shows that any pyramid or cone that has sacred geometry with the golden ratio in it will produce free energy. You've got John Keely's work. None of that information is available to the public. It's been censored. So uh, it, you just you start to put the pieces together and you say, well, wait a minute. Uh, What about even the, uh, uh, again, another free energy uh, example, Uh, the Crescent of Islam, the Cross of Christianity, and the Star of David of Judaism are all fractal antennas. Well, what is the Crescent doing on the top of the Taj Mahal if that's a Hindu temple? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. So we have to question whether, you know, all of our history and it but they have done an excellent job of obfuscating our history rewriting it from top to bottom if something's um,
1: censored you know i have a censored conference my thing is if something's censored then it's even more useful to go look at it are you censoring it that's right okay well now let's go look at it because oh, yeah. that means it's important
0: that's it i'm a, i'm all in if it's censored because <laughs> i know that's where the so am i, I. that you means know, it's, it's even it's more imaginary.
1: yeah Thank you for letting me know yeah. that it was important.
0: Yeah, that's right. I know that's exactly right. So you know, my 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 story this this article about free energy and, and sacred geometry that comes from Russia. I I went to my local librarian and I early on I said I, I want to get a copy of this. So they they went to the library or did interlibrary loan. Library of Congress said, oh yeah, we've got it. And in fact, there's another uh group that has it so we'll get one one way or the other we'll get you a copy in a couple of days well two weeks comes three four five six seven eight weeks each week i'm saying what's going on what's going on they finally came back and i guess the censors figured out what this was about because all of a sudden said gee we can't find that article anymore it sounds like uh what's going on in current events you know with the with all of our alphabet soup uh, agencies on healthcare and justice and so forth. So
1: everything disappeared. uh, What do you think of Antarctica? I mean, Antarctica is an amazing situation because they've it's been off limits for people. And what has leaked out of there has been absolutely phenomenal. You know, they, the uh, the, there's huge pyramids with, Mm -hmm. with doors the size of for giants and there's, yes. there's, there's video old video showing that there's land that it's warm, like 50 degrees and people walking around with shorts on and there's like hot springs and things. There's mm-hmm. something going on. And then there, there are the people that went down to Antarctica, you know, like John Kerry and the Pope and all these people. Uh, right. What's going on down in Antarctica? Well, uh, I. <laughs> what do you know? I know That's you've exactly been, what's... you've been doing some research on it. So what do you know? What are your theories?
0: Well, I mean you know this it's some for for a lot of people and I know we, we touched on this last time uh, you know airplanes aren't allowed to fly over Antarctica and so that tells me something right there that's as well a, There's censorship that's being they can't fly over now it's important. important. That's right. It's now important to me. How come we can't fly over the South Pole? You can't tell me that it might be too cold for the airplanes because up in the upper atmosphere, it doesn't change any mm-hmm. at 30,000 feet. It's the same minus whatever degrees, of, you know, that it's going to be uh, here as well. So there's very little reason to, to keep us from unless there's some major stuff that they're hiding. And. That's a whole separate rabbit hole that I haven't really spent a lot of time going over. But uh, I, you know, I know that there's probably technology there. there, We we just don't even begin to know. Well, Uh, I know
1: you've done some research on it. So tell me, I know you have, because I know. (laughs) So let me know, let us know what your, some of your theories are, because there, there's been some whistleblowers that have come out, which I don't know if the whistleblowers are legit or not, you know, because it's just so hard to know. But there's enough information that is coming out from reasonable sources that we can kind of put some pieces together. What have, what are your theories? at least entertain
0: us with some of your theories? Well, <laughs> you know I, mean, I, I know one of my theories you weren't so hot on last year, but I mean it could be that uh, one theory is is that uh, our earth may not be spherical. I don't know because you could certainly prove it by allowing someone to circumvent the globe.
1: Okay, uh, well, I, that probably was one I didn't like last year, because I tend to think that if we are in some kind of fake matrix, the only way I could believe that we're not a globe is if we're in like yeah. a matrix made up world, right? And yeah. so that it doesn't match the science, because it, that could happen. If that's where it doesn't match. Other than that I have yep. a hard time because I know that the way that the radio signals go and I know that some, so that that's where I'm at mentally it, it could not ma- it might not match because of that but other than that it doesn't match.
0: Well I let me pick up on on what you just said because you know the, what I'm finding out is, through my research is that we do live in a precise you know universe that could be modeled as a matrix. Um uh, I and and that I think could 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 really, you know, I think of uh what was the movie? Truman's World, I think, from 20, 30 years ago. Wasn't that the Jim Carrey yeah. movie where he was yeah. So I mean it might be that there is this dome out there somewhere. I don't know. And maybe it know, ma- but, maybe
1: we're in a matrix that matches uh an earth that maybe would have existed before and we're in another made up right. hi- holographic hologram. <laughs> that is different than the way the earth really is yeah
0: but but what i'm finding is is that you know uh, that, that when you see this kind of precision when you when you know that this mathematical precision is in all of our creative processes you have to say that either it's a matrix or some sort of higher dimensional being put put this all together to give us a playground to play in and it may not be real. It may be artificial. I, but yeah. So how do you know? And you know, you get back to the movie, The Matrix, and, and you know, uh, I don't know. But, <laughs> the true But, Mitchell. but well, certainly,
1: some, some people think that you know who've died and come back said that we're here to learn and to grow, and that this isn't real. That our real, it, we go home. You know, that's the notion of heaven. We die and we go home, and we're here to grow and learn and. And this is a made-up construct. What do you think of that?
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's a very real possibility. So, I I, uh, I think that we could have multiple. What I'm seeing now, I I know that the that the universe is infinitely fractal. So we could have simultaneous uh, planes of existence going on here, based upon uh, what frequencies uh, you know we see and hear, in just an infinite infinitely test infinitesimally small spectrum of the total frequencies uh that that exist because they go infinitely in all directions you know in terms yep. Of, yep. Of, of how small they can be so uh that's why people think
1: that's why people think aliens are really beings from other dimensions and not well, they, there's theories right. that way. I mean, there's theories that they're from outer space or, but other, a lot of people that I've talked to also think that only think that it's another dimensional being. Some people think it's from both other dimensions and outer space. I don't know. I don't personally know. I just, am what I'm hearing from others.
0: Sure. Well, I, as an example, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, I, you know, I haven't been to one of his conferences probably in about 10 years, but I was at one of his advanced uh seminars, in I think it was in Cabo about 10 years ago, but he was talking about the fact that in previous uh, uh, seminars that they had been able to raise their vibration sufficiently high, and I guess the alien or other, you know, dimensional beings were able to lower theirs to where they could actually see and communicate. He's he's claiming that, and I believe him because I I think he's he's an honorable, trusting yeah, our trusted guy. And they could see them as that. if like
1: we could see each other.
0: Yeah, they could see them. They could see them. Well,
1: because I've and, had I've had people on, and I've asked you know um, like Dick Aguirre, and you know okay. remote remote viewer, viewers. I know you know who they are. they governments hire them. I mean, they're not so you, people right. who don't take them seriously fine, but governments take them seriously and they watch all their stuff. So there's something yeah. to what they do but they were saying that we're going to move to our future is going to be where we are actively communicating with these beings from these other dimensions like what you're talking about
0: yeah 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 so and i and I, I i don't for a minute think that that would not be a possibility i my my mind at this point is totally open to all possibilities because I know that everything I was taught in school is fake.
1: Well, so I well, let me know. ask you, you know, if we end up talking, some people think that all these beings from other dimensions are evil demons. And I have people that tell yeah. me that, no, that's not true. There's even probably more good ones than there are bad ones, but the evil demons are the ones keeping us in this low vibrational state so that we can't join our brothers and sisters at a higher vibrational level. Mm-hmm. That's some mm-hmm. of the things I'm hearing too. Is what yeah. do you hear? I mean, and that that does go along with biblical teaching, you know, Christianity and stuff of these demons and things. It's just right. I, I, I just don't know what to believe, because once you start talking about um, some of the things that we are that has been hidden from us, it really throws everything up in the air, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like to think that there are no bad uh, evil, uh, you know, but I don't like to use the term evil as much as love is the, excuse me, uh, you know, to me, evil is the absence of love. Uh, but you you can't have love without having the absence of love. And so, uh, or anything, I mean, th- th- there, there are going to be these corresponding opposites. So I don't, I, I, I would think that if these beings have progressed uh, sufficiently to be able to, to understand these technologies and haven't blown themselves up, that hopefully the majority of them are going to be positive. But I also say that positive energy, if you read David Hawkins and the, uh, his power versus force, he came up with this level of consciousness. All it takes is one person holding a high level of consciousness and they can counteract numerous people who are in a lower level of 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 consciousness? But you so, can
1: feel that, right? You can. Yeah. I can feel it when I go into an environment and there's it's light and you're all accepted and you're treated differently. And then you go into a darker environment and everybody's just ugh, you know kind of icky, and it feels different to me. I can feel that energy difference. Um, yeah. And uh, but I you know we we're in a as a human species we're in a lower state right now and we're perpetuating it and we're perpetuating it. So I do think it's a conscious, maybe we're doing it unconsciously and we don't know, but it seems like there's a conscious effort to keep us there. And we don't, Mm -hmm. we're not able to consciously get ourselves out of it.
0: Well, Well, I think that's right. We are, we are, and have been in a rut for, you know, some extended period of time, at least I think the last five hundred years or so, uh, what we have defined as a Renaissance, I believe, is a was a new Dark Ages when all of this technology disappeared, and I think our our level of consciousness went down as a result. But uh, I know that that uh, having you know technology like these pyramids, understanding the way the universe is put together, that we can raise our consciousness. Uh, out of this by using technology like this and many other things as well. But uh, we, we are, if we're unaware that we are powerful beings and that our consciousness is is absolutely essential in the creation of our reality, then we're going to be stuck in this fear paradigm until something happens. And we hope that this awakening period, I, 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 I mean, Sarah, I, I have never been in a period in my life where i have become so much aware in such a quick period of time yep. as to what's going on so that's this, is, this awakening i think is going to be raising consciousness we can use these technologies to help do that but the most important thing is teaching people that they that god are, are you know they have that power within them through their consciousness but, to change the world around them. but
1: there does feel like an, a, a downward attack against us coming from from it doesn't feel organic you know uh, going after to hold us down so that's why i am like this is just kind of a weird situation and it seems you know some of the theories which i've been talking about a lot the the globalist elite trying to keep their power holding us down because they have a they have a a reason to do that they want to hold on to their power there's a theory coming out of the east india and china and all these where Um, the energies from the universe you know as our planet goes around and it goes different stars and everything else and we get closer to the center of the universe and there's less dense material between us and the center of the universe we actually have more energy that comes through us so that we can become more conscious and then when we're farther away there's dense material so we're more dense and we can't figure things out and and we're exiting a really dark period where we were farther away from the center of the universe. And, and, and so they map these out, that there's four different periods, and we're just exiting out of the darkest thousand years. Have right. you right. seen that, right. I'm, I'm assuming.
0: Yeah. And interestingly enough, those theories, when I put them together with the model of the Taurus, the Taurus essentially Uh, You know, it's a circle and there are two horns, one at the bottom, one at the top. But in the middle, that's where time and space, uh, matter disappears, but time and space come together. And so it's not a surprise. I mean, to me, the toroidal model of the universe makes the most sense. Other people may have some other view. But when I look at it that way, uh, we're talking about pure conscious energy and consciousness in the middle of the Taurus. And as we come out, then we start to, find, to get this solidification of, of matter, and it, it, you know, and then we come back in. So to, to define that in terms of phases, perhaps we're now at the bottom of the Taurus where we're going to start getting sucked back in, and we're going to be achieving that higher level of consciousness as we get pulled back into the to that vortex.
1: Don't know. That's positive. That's but a sign good. of hope that we're at kind of the lowest point, and we're going to start growing and understanding and you have to in order to grow and understand you have everything has to be disclosed it's ugly yeah, but you yeah. got
0: to do it so okay well I, go ahead no I was just going to say I I, I I've thought about this as I ponder this a lot you know I come from a family of ministers so you know I, mm-hmm. I I went to church a lot as a kid but I think about the parable of the prodigal son and I think about it in terms of energy and the taurus and i think about how you know the the prodigal son has gone out from the vortex and is now you know away from 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 you know his consciousness and and godliness and then he suddenly returns and he's back at the vortex so i don't know if that makes any any sense to people but there's there's something there you that, that this this cycle of 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 you know, leaving and coming back of the prodigal son—that to me is is very, very symptomatic of of a toroidal, uh, you know, energy flow.
1: Yeah, the Christ figure comes back through all of us. That's what I I think that it's a metaphor of every it coming through all of us, and we all rise up. Because if just one figure comes up, but we don't all rise up, then it doesn't it doesn't fundamentally change anything. We all have to rise in order for because I mean, there, there may be a Christ figure will come back, but we all have to rise in order to accept it.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. And to me, I think that Christ consciousness is within each and every one of yes. us. And that's what Jesus teaches us, you know, that we can do that, which he did, and, and even greater. Yeah, he
1: teaches so, us what that that's it. it's in all of us and that we all rise up. If we actually listen to his teachings, that's what he's saying.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. We, we can do even greater things. And I think that's through, uh, you know, taking back our power. Um, I, I, I haven't done this part of my model yet, and I don't want to bore people with it too much, but Plato speaks of a a three-term continuous, uh, progression as the key to understanding how the universe works. And that's, a simple equation, A is to B is B is to C. And if you, you know, like in a intelligence test, you'd say two is to X is X is to eight. Well, the answer is four because then the ratios are each two. But the B in that middle term, that middle term, I believe is consciousness. Now, it's certainly geometry, like uh, sacred geometry can 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 change and, 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 and form our universe. But consciousness, I think, is the other and major component of that. So we're in the center of this whole creative process, in my view.
1: Well, I love what you're talking about. It's very fascinating, and it gives us more information to think about and to get us into a better spot. But where can people follow you, learn more, get your book, see you um, in the movie? Where Give us your spiel.
0: Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, the Pyramid Science Foundation, I uh, is my nonprofit. Uh, we have a YouTube and Rumble page. Just go search for Pyramid Science Foundation. My, my pyramids are um, available at stargatepyramids.com. Uh, and if you're interested in purchasing pyramids, use the uh, coupon code WESTALL11 and you'll get 11% off your, uh, your pyramids. Now, the, the uh, documentary that uh I'm do- that Nick Alviar is doing that I'll be helping him out with that's going to be on goodlion.tv uh if you go there right now he's got a little trailer up uh on that documentary and that's going to be starting uh ju- the first episode is due out on June 30th so that's going to be I think next Saturday uh that that'll be coming out is it a, so, a series or just a couple It's going to be a series He's thinking big. I mean, I think he this may be a continuing series that's going to go maybe 10 episodes or so. And he's got, you know, he's, he's talking about trying to go visit some of these sites throughout the world and. You know, I just don't know how ambitious this is going to get.
1: Oh, this is cool. I mean, it could be a whole theme to our censored conference, (laughs) ancient architecture in Tartaria. We're really getting creative with what we want to do with the sun because there's so much that we could focus on because they've censored so many things. That's like this censored conference could really be a cool basis for so much.
0: Yes. 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 So, So. okay.
1: Well, excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining the program. Again, I really enjoyed this conversation.
0: Sarah, thank you. And I, uh, I look forward to uh, uh, hooking you and Nick up and uh, hopefully uh, you guys can, uh, can have some, some further chats uh, yourself. So that'll be great. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.